from inside Memorial Stadium. This is the Huskers Radio Network podcast. All Huskers, all the time. Here's your host, Jessica Cootie. Welcome back into the Huskers Radio Network podcast. I'm Jessica Cootie. Ahead of Nebraska's matchup with Minnesota this week, I had a chance to sit down with safety Miles Farmer for this week's Cornhusker conversation. We talk about a number of different topics from what it's been like for him playing at Nebraska coming from Atlanta and his recruiting story, what landed him here in the first place. We also talked about his off-field hobby, making music, and we preview the matchup with Minnesota and a lot more. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Miles Farmer. I know a disappointing finish to the last game, but how did you feel about the way the defense came out last week? Um, I feel like we came out, we handled business. We, uh, we executed all our assignments. Uh, they made a couple big plays, but that's, that's college football. That's going to happen. So, I mean, we went, we went the whole first half with um, four, four, Three and outs, I believe. It was something like that. But defense played great. Everybody played at a high level and executed their jobs. So, yeah. Seems like it's a group with a lot of confidence. What's gone into that confidence here those, over these last few weeks? Um, just practice, basically. Practice, really. Just going out there with high energy, high intensity, doing everything 100%. And yeah. I don't know. I feel like I'm, I'm, I try and be a big part of that, just getting everybody going in the morning, getting my group going, the safeties and the nickels, just getting us going. And... Yeah, that's just going, really going out to practice. That's what builds confidence. Yeah, and Mickey's looked to you to be a leader since he's taken over in the interim. I know there's a couple of times he wanted you to be the one that, that was speaking to the media. What does that mean to you that he's looked to you to help be a leader? Um, he made it a big point that he wanted me to be a leader when he first took over. Um, and I don't know, he just kind of, he, he kind of just like uh, rides me basically. Like just making sure I'm, I'm, fin- I'm doing everything that I'm supposed to be doing at 100%. It might be a play in practice that I'm tired. I'll take off and he'll, he'll rip me about it. But it just, I don't know, it, can, it comes into, like, being that dude, really. Being able to go out there and being the guy that everybody can feed off of, just giving everybody energy, giving everybody love. What does it mean to you that he sees that in you? Um, I don't know. He, he sees something in me. So that's, that's love right there. I, I really appreciate that. And it, it's really turned my game up to a whole different level. Yeah, it seems like you've just been flying around really since Rutgers. I mean, just making all kinds of plays. So what's kind of clicked for you here over these last few weeks? Um, I'll go back to practice. I just took practice. I went to practice with a different approach, you know, just not going through the motions, trying not to go through the motion. There might be some days you don't want to practice, and it's you got to find energy. Like today I told you I was up here at 5 a.m. I really wanted to go home and get in my bed, but it's like I got, I got to go do something. So just finding energy, getting love from your boys. I go out there, I just give me doubt. I, I put two hands out, everybody knows you give me doubt. Just Steve Nash, this is what we call it, Steve Nash. So that's, that's, that's my approach to practice. I think that's what turned the, um, turned the switch. You're such an energy guy on the sidelines too. I mean, you're going to talk to the offense and, hey, we got you and, and vice versa. So, I mean, it's – with the wide receivers, too, it seems like the defensive backs and the wide receivers kind of have a cool relationship where it's like, hey, we got you, hey, we got you. So what's that relationship like? Um, that relationship has been building since those guys got here. From, from Trey to Marcus, they all talk. They all talk. So at practice, you're going to hear this and that. And, on, and during game, you know, you know that, hey, man, we got to go out here and handle business so they can get, get back on the field and handle business. So that's really like a real a whole brotherhood from – it's not just two different sides of the, the office now. It's one big, one big family. So I don't know. It's just playing with your brothers and believing in them. That's really all it is, believing in them. 
I've covered a lot of football teams, and this is mm. one of the closer teams that I've I've covered. And you know, it, you guys could have fallen apart at any point. I mean, you've been through a lot of adversity. Why is this group so close? I feel like we all had the same goal. Like we all want to win, so we know that if we start separating now, that ain't gonna help us win. So we just trying to do whatever we can to keep keep the bunch together. You know what I'm saying? Quentin Newsom, you guys are so close. How did that relationship start? Oh, uh, Quentin been my roommate since freshman year, so. I mean, I can't really tell you too much. I can tell you a lot, but it's not going to really make sense. I live with the guy, so it's like, I know what he going to, I know how he feeling when he might, <laughs> Coach back there laughing. <laughs> I know when he feeling a certain way, I know what's really going on. Like, it might be, some Coach Phil might come up to me and be like, what's wrong with Q? And I'm like, Coach, ain't nothing wrong with him. Like, but go over there, put something in his ear, get him going, and just let him know that something that we looking at him, we we looking for his energy, we looking for his enthusiasm, and Q will bring that. He brings that. You just gotta get it up out of him sometimes. You guys are inseparable. You guys are always together. Yeah, yeah. Seems Everybody like. says that. If you see me, Q Q somewhere by me. He's somewhere near. So that's just my brother, really. That's that's my dog. What's cool though is like when you make a big play, there's nobody happier than Q, and when mm -hmm. he makes a big play, there's nobody happier than you. So yeah. what's that like out on the field when you guys are making big plays together? Ah, uh, that just turns us up even more. It's like if he make a play, all right, I gotta go make me a play now. If I make a play, he's trying to one up me. That's really all it is. We trying to one up each other. We make a bet before every season, and like we gotta have who who gonna have the most PBUs, most picks, most tackles. It's a bet that's been going on for four years now. So it's gonna be some money at the end of this. You, you know what I'm saying? How fun is it to play with somebody you're that close with? Because, I mean, you can come in as freshmen and be roommates, mm -hmm. and then one of you might not play, one of you might transfer. But the fact that you guys have been together since day one, how cool is it that you're out there together now? Uh, it just keeps us on our P's and Q's. Because, you know, we both know what we're doing. We both know if we, if we slacking, if we're doing something wrong, that we're going to get on each other's head. So, like, if Q misses a tackle, boom, he on my, I'm on his head. I miss a tackle, he on my head. So it's really just, just competing with your brother, really. That's all it is. We competing, but we playing together. You know what I mean? What has Bill Bush uh, brought to you guys? What kind of energy has he brought? Uh, Coach Bush, that's a funny guy. Our <laughs> meetings are something to see. But uh, Coach Bush, he's, he's, brought, he's made the defense a little bit more simpler. And I don't know. I, it allows us to play faster. It allows us to play faster. He gives everybody a certain job to um, focus on. And it all comes together somehow. I don't know how, but it comes together. When everybody do their job, we, we're, we're really good defense. One of your hobbies when you're not playing football is making music. How'd you mm. get into that? Um, I've been making music, I want to say, since ninth grade. Now, I'm from Atlanta, and everybody in Atlanta raps. So it's like, I didn't want to be no rapper. So I was also playing sports. So it was like, that's just like my hobby. Like, I ain't really like playing video games. I don't got no game system. So I got a studio. Instead of a game room, I got a studio in my house. So I make music here and there when I got free time, but it started, my cousin's a DJ, so he would be DJing in his room. He got his first little turntable. I know all the songs, so I know all the types of music from country to R&B to jazz to rap, you know. I, I like all types of music. And I wanted to make my own, you know. I don't want to keep listening to somebody else. I rather listen to myself. And I got pretty good at it, so I started making it more, more efficiently and really like putting more effort into it. And I'm finna drop, I'm finna drop a single. Okay. It's called Help Me. All right. I'm going to drop that, and, and it's going to be more music coming in after that. I'm just really trying to get through this season. Well, not get through it, but finish the season, finish what I'm, my main thing. What do you love about it? For what, music? Yeah. Oh, uh, it's just, it's free. Like, I can express myself. It's, it might be some things I don't know how to say to somebody, and I can go put it in a song, and they'll get everything I just said. Like, so that's really, 
just like my, my getaway, my escape. Like when I need, when I'm feeling something, I don't want to talk to nobody for real. I go put it in a song and let y'all hear it. So yeah, that's really what I do. So what do you write about? Um, I ain't into all that shoot 'em up, bang bang music. I don't, I ain't no, I ain't no street dude. I, I grew up in that, but I'm not no street dude. I like fashion. I like women. You know, I rap about fashion and clothes and cars. That's it, really. How much uh, is it nice to have something like that? Because I mean, it can be a lot of pressure being a student mm -hmm. athlete with all that comes along with that. To have an escape like that. Yeah, it, um, it helps. It helps a lot, and it helps me bond with some of my bros because I got bros on the team that rap too, that I didn't even know rap. So. Like my boy Javier, Javier Morton, um, my boy Brody, we all we all go in the studio and just make make a song. We all got music together, so it's really just like bonding with your bros, you know. Do you make your own beats? I know my cousin that DJs. He makes my beats and he'll send them over, and then I cook up. I make a song and I send him back the song, and he'll mix it and, and do what he do to it. But yeah, I get my beats either from YouTube or my cousin. It's one thing just to sit in front of the mic and just rap, but for you to produce it, right? I mean, you put it together. Yeah. So, I mean, how fun is that process? How much do you like that process, too, of, of piecing it together? I mean, it's, um, a, it's a process. It definitely is. It's a lot of stuff that I'm still learning how to do that, uh, that other people might know how to do already. Like Javier, I go to his house and I cook up with him and he can do something to the beat that I didn't even know you could do. So. It's just, it's really like just watching and learning, really. Like I'll make something and he'll be like, bro, you can do this to your voice. And he'll do that to my voice. I'm like, okay, I know how to rap it now. I know how to say it, how to pronunciate it. So I don't know, it's just little pieces, little nuggets that I learned here and there from just collaborating with everybody around the stadium. How important is to have a passion outside of football? Uh, it's very, very important. You can be all football, straight, straight football, eat, sleep it. But then again, you're still human. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the day, football is just a game. So I like to, branch off and find different skills that I didn't know even though I was good at so and music has been a big part um where can people find your music if they're um, listening to this and they want to go listen uh I haven't dropped no music like that's what people have been waiting on for me okay, to drop so music so when I say I'm gonna drop help me that's like the first song that I'm like really confident in like right. you can follow me on Instagram and the link gonna be in my bio it's like a United Masters account and it got like Apple Music Spotify and the link so yeah, follow me, show two times, and show two X's, and yeah. Coming from Atlanta, what adjustment was that like for you coming to Nebraska? Uh, when I first got out here, my official visit, I came to the Michigan State game and it was snowing. And that was like my first time really seeing like a blizzard. We done seen snow in Atlanta, but everyone no real snow. So me seeing a blizzard, I'm like, oh my God, like this is beautiful. And then I seen the crowd, and ain't nobody leave. I'm like, I gotta stay here, like, I'm coming here. Like I made my decision, I committed on my visit. So it hasn't been the weather that's really been the big change. But I was I came here for the weather. Like I like how it, how it feel and how it look. So and I just really wanted to get away from the city. It's really calm out here. I can focus on what I'm doing. So that's why I came out right here. What what made you commit on the spot? What did you feel? Um, I felt the love from the environment, the fans, and then I talked to Coach Fish, and Coach Fish just really sealed the deal. So yeah. Okay, so circling back to this week. Um, how much does this team still believe that you guys can go out there and, and accomplish some goals that you set out to accomplish? Um, we really we, we believe we can really do anything we want at this point. We need to just go out there and execute. That's really our Coach Mickey been um, preaching is executing. And once we get that going on both sides of the ball, we, we're going to be all right. Right. What have you seen out of Minnesota? Obviously, they got a great running back. What do you guys need to do as a defense to, to stop that running back and that running attack? Um, we got to tackle. 
we gotta get to the ball, uh, roll call on the ball. And once we get the back down, then we get to the we get to play against the quarterback for real. Because right now we look like we playing against the running back. So once we get the running game stopped, we are gonna be playing against the quarterback, and it's, it can go. It can, it's gonna be up from there. A lot of people have talked about, you know, again, the offense, like if they go three and out or, you know, score quickly. But it seems like you guys are just okay with whatever you got to do. Man, whatever happened on the field, after we get off it, whatever happens, happens. You know, we got to keep playing. And, like, they're going to stop and say, oh, no, y'all get three more downs. Like, nah, bring the defense out here. I'm like, all right, we coming. We finna go out there and handle the business. We're going to get the offense the ball back. How, I mean, and how important is that for you guys just to feed off of each other in, in these types of games where, you know, if things aren't going way uh, good one way or the other, that you're just you're feeding off of each other and, and keep picking each other up? Yeah, that's very important because I don't know. It's very important. We, uh, we got to have each other back because if the offense not producing, all right, we got to go out here and do something to get them going. It's all about momentum. And with these games. It's all about momentum. The crowd, the crowd is a big factor. It's all about momentum. So if the offense ain't doing what they're supposed to be doing, all right, we got to step on something. Man, we got to stand. We got to do something. And we're not doing the offense going to do the same thing. Y'all seen it all season. It's just it's just really starting to show more now. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, we, we're really in tune with each other. We just got to get it going on both sides. Put it all together. Yeah. Thanks so much to Miles Farmer for sitting down with us for this week's Cornhusker conversation. And thanks to you for listening. And as always, make sure you subscribe and like wherever you listen to never miss an episode right here on the Huskers Radio Network podcast. I'm Jessica Cootie with the Huskers Radio Network.